0: All right, what's up, everybody? New update. Camera is coming tomorrow. Microphone coming tomorrow. So, hopefully, we'll be squared away in that regard. And so, you can see my lovely face in HD. But other than that, we've got a lot to discuss today. We're going to talk a little football. We found a little tweet that we thought was interesting. NC State college football playoffs. Could it be? Got Ken Gibbs locked on Wolfpack here. Let's have that conversation on today's show. Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs here from Locked On Wolfpack each and every Monday to start off. your, We have some really good content to go over for y'all. Kenton, how's it going? How we living?
1: Oh, great as always. Every day that I'm uh, vertical and moving is a good one, and and we are both of those things today. So it's a it's a great day, despite some very spicy talk about the ACC as of late.
0: A hundred percent. And so I want to get into this because there's been some murmurs that Co- Commissioner Phillips is not doing a good job. But that's of course you we know, gotta spend a whole episode on that. And Paul Thin and he is just you know going off the rails about the ACC per use. But the topic at hand right now. We always talk about fun things in the off season. Big game boomer tweeted out college football 2022 season tiers, and there's six of them, right? Mm-hmm. Six tiers where the bottom six, the sixth tier six is a lot of teams where they're going to have mediocre seasons. I'm assuming tier five, tier four, tier three, tier two. Then there's tier one, where they have four teams predicted to be in the college football playoffs. And I'm perusing through, and I'm like Alabama. Okay, okay, okay. Ohio State, sure, 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 sure. Utah, interesting enough. But the one that I landed on that caught me by most surprise is NC State being in the college football playoff conversation. Now, as someone who is a former NC State football player, I would like to know immediate reaction when you saw Tier 1 and NC State potentially being a college football playoff candidate.
1: Two things. Number one, you're putting the cart before the horse. Um, NC State has not won a conference championship in uh, football, in football, baseball, or men's basketball since Jim Valvano uh, was, you know, uh, coaching here. So with and that's that, be- the eighties
0: for context for those who don't know who Jim Valvano is.
1: So w- with that being said, um, this is I'm I'm very interested and intrigued by that, especially considering. There, there has been a historical preference to have multiple SEC teams in, if there is any doubt within other conferences. If there is any doubt, we have seen multiple years. I want to say consecutively. If I'm, if I'm not incorrect here, of, um, of multiple SEC teams. So I just, I, I don't, I get where you're going. I think it was the right idea, just with the wrong teams a little bit. You know what I mean? Just. You know, we, it, as, as unfortunate as it is, certain conferences double up, and that's just the nature of the beast.
0: So were you just feeling as if there's been too much stock in NC State because of how they have done in the past or because you just don't feel like this team has what it takes in the current?
1: I, I do not like the idea of going from being the hunter to being the hunted without first hunting the, the champs without first beating the champs like you can say oh well nc state finally got over the hump of beating clemson clemson were the champs last year they did not make it to the championship game last year so beating them was not the hump that nc state needed to get over and you can say well historically nc state performs very well against wake forest at home that's fine but now you got to go beat clemson on the road so the the idea to me is very simply um you have to prove that you belong here Hmm. when i was in high school i played for a school that was not a perennial powerhouse in michigan uh we were not that by any stretch of the imagination and then uh we when we went to the state championship my i want to say it was my actually my sophomore year we were going got kicked out in the semifinals every week we were picked against the next year every week we got picked up against up until we won the state championship we still were were the underdog in that game the next year after that we came back underdogs after about the first two rounds every game so to me, to go from, oh, we missed the ACC championship to now, you know, people are having you in the playoffs is a little. That's a that's a, a quantum leap, if anything.
0: Well, do you think that the return? You got Isaiah Moore coming back from injury. Injury. You got Peyton Wilson coming back. You've got you know Tanner Engel returning. You have some powerhouses. You got Thayer Thomas right coming back for office. You have Devin Leary, who some are arguing is one of the best quarterbacks in the ACC in the country, really, and to me, I'm not understanding why we're not embracing NC State being in the college football playoff conversation, because if anything, sure, the Wake Forest game was a lot. I think Wake Forest last season had a very special season, and nobody was really going to get in the way. Very few got in the way of that, but this NC State team has a chip to where we're past the 10 win. If we get 10 wins, it's a like great job for us. It's we want to be in the ACC championship conversation. We want to be in the college football championship conversation. Like that's what the team has, the cal- kind of talent and caliber they have to be of those, you know, high talks. So why not just be like, hell yeah, we're going to be in college football playoffs. Why not us?
1: There is a difference between having the conversation and being the favorites in that conversation. There's a difference. So you between like
0: me. being the underdog.
1: I don't agree with being the the favorite without doing anything to become the favorite. I don't agree with that. NC State
0: hasn't proven themselves worthy of being a favorite in the favorite conversation.
1: Win a chip, and then we can discuss this. And mind you, mind you, here's the craziest part about this, okay? All the experts last year said that NC State was going to have a decent season. Vegas had their under over on wins at, I want to say, like, four and a half or five, something something like that. Like, either way it goes, even if it was six, I know it was ridiculously low, because when I looked at it, I'm like, um, have they not seen this schedule? NC State's going to be halfway there through their first four games, barring something catastrophic going wrong. They're going to be there. So mm-hmm. I I don't understand how we go from there to like, ah, this team needs to be discussed in terms of playoffs because it's very possible that we have a champion that doesn't go to the playoffs. We saw it happen last year. We saw it happen last year. So I don't I don't think that the SEC will get three teams. I think that's ridiculous. But with that being said, um, a team out of the Big Ten, two SEC teams. That leaves room for one other. And is it going to be a Group of Five team again, who goes undefeated, runs the table, beats everybody by twenty, or is it going to be an ACC team who is undefeated or has maybe one loss? It is tough to say. Hey, we know NC State's going to be that because while NC State has a lot of great things, this that team has a lot. Of things that you can hang your hat on returning 10 of 11 starters on defense uh, returning one of the best quarterbacks in the nation returning one of the deepest and most experienced receiving cores in the nation while that is nothing to scoff at there are still questions about can you run the ball there are still questions about the running game I mean not the running game our outside corners getting beat like a drum last year If anybody has anything to say about Charleston Rambo getting drafted and and what he uh, was wearing, staring in front of the screen in a very – no, that was George Pickens. I'm sorry. But if anybody has any questions about uh, Charleston Rambo getting drafted, look at that tape against NC State. But I mean, Cyrus
0: is coming back off an injury.
1: Yes, and he's a safety. He's he's not going to be primarily responsible for holding down the uh, outside receivers when they go on deep routes. Gibson likes to blitz a lot. He likes to leave safeties in the in the middle high position. We didn't have problems getting busted up the seams. We have problems um on the outside. Our corners, it was Wake Forest converted. I want to say it was like a fourth and fourteen or fourth and fifteen or something corners like that. Are,
0: don't refresh my memory. The corners are both what? Freshman and sophomore, or true freshman and sophomore.
1: No, it was uh it was Derek Pitts Jr. who's a super, super senior and <laughs> Um, Chris Ingram was hurt Tayshawn Smith was hurt I can't remember who the other corner was but Shaheen Battle was the nickel and he was excellent he was excellent but as far as we're looking at those outside corners especially in today's game to not have at least one that you're like hey whoever their number one guy is he's going to follow him around or we're going to keep you on this side of the field but because you're here we know that this side is done when you don't have that that leaves a big question in today's game.
0: I was hyped to say being in college football playoffs, but now you're trying to put me back to earth, and I don't really appreciate it. But you do bring up a good point about college football playoffs and the idea or factors of whether or not an ACC team would be in that conversation. So we're going to talk about that here in just a second. I want to remind you, friends, that we know the summer is hitting and you're trying to get your body right. That's why you should lean on Built Bar, best-tasting protein bar ever. has up to 160 calories, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, all those net carbs you need for when you're trying to go on a road trip with friends as we're getting ready for a very exciting football season. Are you going to cheer for teams like NC state or you guys will cherry Garcia to add to the mix. Maybe you like some cinnamony churros kind of style when you're going to your Wake Forest game. All of that can be yours when you hit up locked, when you use promo code lock 15 and go to built.com. Again, go to, to built.com using promo code LOCK15 right now to get the best tasting protein bar ever in Built Bar. We're speaking with Kenton Gibbs here of Locked on Wolfpack, and we are trying to hype up the idea that NC State will be in the college football playoffs this season, but of course we have a realist in the group, and I just understand that there are some hesitations to truly buy into why NC State might not win the whole kit and Caboodle in terms of the ACC championship because they haven't done it in a while. And we also have the issue of just going to college football playoffs because the ACC is struggling a bit to get a team in there for many reasons. Let's start with the – sorry.
1: Oh, I I didn't mean to cut you off, but I I think that one of the largest parts of what causes the ACC struggles to get in is the computers are not deciding it. It's humans. And humans are not, you know, mm, like a lot of these folks, why are you on this committee? You've never played football at a high level. You've never studied the game at a high level. You have nothing to do with the game outside of fandom, and yet you're on the committee making the decisions for who gets into the playoffs. I mean, you know, I, I just, I think it's very interesting that so many people have so much to say about the ACC being bad and all that now. Okay, fine. Let's let's go with that argument. The ACC is just god-awful and sure. Okay, so I think that the SEC is the only conference or i'll even give you the big 10 as well those two conferences have one or two teams that you could say hey we'll drop those teams in the acc they'll dominate off bat sure sure everybody else i beg your pardon what are we supposed to believe in out of the pac-12 we think that lincoln riley has now turned usc into the greatest winners of all time in one year don't get me wrong i'm a big fan of lincoln riley I think that he's one of the uh, great minds of today's college football game. He made people believe that Baker Mayfield was the number one overall pick. Great mind, great mind. I don't think that that USC team turns it around that quickly. Uh, the, the Big 12. What Big 12 team do y'all think we can put in here and say, oh, yeah, you, this team is going to be all right? Who? Who? The Texas team that everybody says is back after they beat up on Louisiana Lafayette or something? And then, like, we don't hear from him again by week five. Oh, the Oklahoma team that has a first-time ever head coach. I like Brent Venables a lot. I think highly of him. First ever, I mean, first time head coach. That's a different seat. That's a different ball game than defensive coordinator. So can he pan out? Who knows? But who's to say, oh, that's a, a playoff team now? Oklahoma State, please, please don't talk to me about them boys in Stillwater. Don't do that. Don't do it. So, who is the team out of these other conferences? Are we talking Oregon out of the Pac-12? Who are we talking? I don't. I want to know who these teams are. That oh, the the the, the ACC is now uh, scratching the surface of irrelevance, and 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 no team that they have is okay. Sure, tell me the teams from those other two conferences that you're going to drop in the ACC, and they dominate right away.
0: Thank you so much for that insight. Where I was going with my conversation was the fact that I think the strength of schedule in terms of the ACC beating each other up and having the divisions has been a big issue for teams and having to prove their quote unquote worth of being in the college football playoffs. So another reason why you should get rid of the divisions is it opens up the floor to really go ahead at each other and build strength of schedule for a lot of these people that do want to be in that college football playoffs conversation towards the end of the season.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, I think that um, that unit, uh, the North Carolina and uh, Wake Forest playing each other last year as a non-conference game is like all you need to know about why divisions are not making any sense. Like that's that's all you need to know. Um, like that game to me was like, wait, these are two in-state teams, two teams in the same conference. conferences, not a conference game for some reason. Doesn't make sense. But with that being said, um, I do believe that all of the strength right now and historically has been in the Atlantic. I mean, I when is the last time a coastal team won it? Do you remember? The ACC? Yes. Pitt. Oh, I'm sorry. Before Pitt. When was the last time? I, I, that, that made me look crazy. Before Pitt, when was the last time a coastal team won it?
0: It's been a minute because Clemson has dominated, which is a bigger conversation, but...
1: Yeah, Even before Clemson, remember when Jamison and company was there, it was. Yeah, and then EJ Manuel, it was Clemson or Florida State. There has not been uh, a decent run or a decent string, which the Atlantic could very well flip on his head very quickly.
0: Well, Virginia Tech has been in the conversation for a good little bit as well.
1: Well, for sure, but there is I to me there there needs to be um, there needs to be either destroying of the divisions or a rotating system so that there is not a static, hey, these teams are here, these teams are here, because it's one thing to say like a five-year stretch, sure. When you go back 10 years, when you got to go back almost 10 years to find the last time an Atlantic team won, you're you're in absolutely wild territory.
0: Yeah, completely agree. I think ultimately, though, it when, when the divisions are done away with, it still opens and bears the questions of these tiers of trying to feel – figure out who is going to have a good season. Because it wasn't just NC State that was in the top of the conversation. It was also Wake Forest who would happen to be in Tier 2. And as we mentioned, Wake Forest and NC State will still be facing off this time in Raleigh. But nonetheless, it's going to be a big game. It's going to be one you circle in the calendar. Clearly, NC State is going to want that lick back. And let's say beating Wake Forest is going to be the difference maker between Going to the college football playoff, having this undefeated season, or even having a one-loss season, how much pressure do you think is going to be on this Wolfpack team to get this win? Is the same monkey that was about Clemson now on Wake Forest about Wake Forest?
1: Well, Wake Forest, I don't think that there is a a quote unquote monkey about Wake Forest at home for NC State. NC at State home, is very
0: not- very clearly, but that, you still have to clarify. Still, at the end of the day, Wake Forest held them up last season from being in the ACC championship.
1: Absolutely. But if you look at the history of that rivalry, it is always, when NC State goes into uh and or is it, is it m or... Yeah, they, as, as soon as they head into that stadium, it's always going to be a problem for NC State football. Nobody knows why. Even on years where NC State football is really good and Wake Forest is really bad, every NC State fans know if we're traveling to play Wake Forest. Mm, gotta get a little tense, gotta get a little tight. But I think the bigger thing for NC State is not just Wake Forest. It's about... Week in and week out consistency. Week in and week out, am I getting one better? Because the idea that this team is champions is not something that, you know, for the listeners who have heard me today, I know that some of you would think that I am wholly against the idea and I don't think that there's a snowball's chance in A.G. Double Hockey Sticks that NC State takes this thing. That is not what I believe. What I do believe, however, is that there has to be um, maintained consistent getting better throughout the season there can't be weeks off there can't be weeks where you lapse the extraordinary is doing the ordinary things extra well the week that you decide to not do that it could all go away so is it possible for this nc state team to run the table yes is it possible for this uh nc state team to to end up in the uh conference championship yes is it possible for them to end up in the um in the in the ncaa playoffs yes college football playoffs absolutely all of those things are possible but the question is, which NC State team will show up from week to week? Will it be the same team every week? Or will it be uh, what we've seen in the past from NC State, which is uh, regardless of how good or bad NC State is, there's just going to be one or two games, maybe even more, where you just, you're stuck scratching your head the entire time. What happened? How did this happen? Last year, it was uh, Mississippi State. Louisiana Tech ran for more yards against them than we did, and we had an offensive tackle. That was the first tackle off the bo- That was the first offensive player off the board. How does that happen? We get to the goal line and do a jump pass. How does that happen? If the jump pass gets picked off. How does this happen? What are we doing? What are we really doing here? So again, this this NC State team, they have the potential. They have the ability. But the question is, are we going to get a consistent NC State team showing up to dominate every week?
0: No doubt about it. And, of course, we want to talk about some other sides of the fence as there are other teams, especially ones in the Coastal Division, that could give, let's say, this NCC, NC State team that goes to the ACC championship a little bit of a scare. But first, I want to remind you guys, if you're ready to bet this year, especially this fall on these very good college football games, we strongly encourage you to hit up our friends at Bet Online bet BetOnline is the number one source for all of your sport wagering needs. Make sure that you get live betting in. You can get some playoff action. We know that there were a few Game 7s last night, and I'm sure you guys were either hurt in the pockets or you were feeling really good after your predictions. Shout out to the Mavs, Reggie Bullock, and company. And I want to make sure that you guys always have everything you need from futures bets to The small nitty-gritty bets that you may want to have, BetOnline has got you covered. So go to the website right now, BetOnline.ag. Make sure you know where the game starts. So wrapping up here with Ken Gibbs of Locked On ACC. And as mentioned, there are a lot of good teams out of the Atlantic that are in the Tier 1 and Tier 2. Not only Wake Forest, but Clemson, as we mentioned, is going to be a big monkey for NC State, they want to go. They're gonna have to go down to Death Valley and beat Clemson this go round. We don't necessarily know how DJ Udonis is going to perform, but we know that at the end of the day, Clemson is still Clemson. We also have the Coastal Division side of things. Miami and Pitt are both in Tier Two, according to our friends here at Big Game Boomer. Now, Miami is slated to have a really good season, in my opinion. They rightly deserve to be in this Tier 2. Pitt, on the other hand, we're having a transfer quarterback come in, Keenan Slovis. He is going to come in and expect to repeat some of the magic that Kenny Pickett brought to last year's group. Defense got a year older, getting the stuff under their belt. They were not known for their defense last season, but ultimately had a decent career and came out with some ACC championships. Now, on the coastal side, let's say NC State, who squat the bed randomly last year to Miami and who never got a chance to play Pitt, but nonetheless, they might have to face them off in the ACC championship this year. How do you feel like NC state would fare?
1: Um, against a, against Pitt? I think that, that that's an excellent matchup for NC state. I think that that is an excellent matchup, uh, for NC state because, um, Narduzzi likes to play downhill, no frills, kind of leaving his corner on an Island and leaving his corners on an Island. And, uh I'm sorry, but Pitt does not have the horses in the stable uh, to keep up with NC State. And I believe they play regular season this year as well. So that'll be fun to see. But uh, I I don't think that there's a situation where um, there's enough there to play the style of defense that Narduzzi wants to play and win that game. Now, uh, moving on to Miami. Miami is, I, I think that, They present the same problems that they did last year, where I I warned everybody last year because everybody said, Oh, this is going to be, you know, Manny Diaz is on the ropes and this is, this squad has got nothing left to play for and da 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 da. And I said, Hold on now. Hold on. Because their best player, the best, the thing that they do well, those deep balls to Rambo, that's what they do best. We cannot sleep on that with what we've seen from our corner so far this year. And lo and behold, what happens, happens. Now, the idea going into this Miami game next year would be um, what do they look like offensively with crystal ball there? I know that they're going to want to run the ball more. Uh, how effectively can they do that against the NC State front? That's going to be a big part of it. That's going to be a really big part of it. And then the other part of it, what weapons develop for Tyler Van Dyke? How does that offense uh, look in year two or actually a true year one? with Tyler Van Dyke going through camp, going through offseason, going through everything as QB1. How does it look? So I don't want to make a prediction as to what would happen in those games right now because there there's a lot of variables that that I would but like to life. see. They're
0: always going to be variables.
1: Well, of course there will always be variables. Okay. But, wow. Okay. Um NC State against Pitt, I would have NC State. NC State against Miami, as it stands right now, I would also take NC State. I, I don't think that those teams um, would beat NC State at this moment. But with that being said, I no, think no, 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 there's
0: no renege. You, you say it with your chest.
1: I, no, no, I'm not reneging on that. I was. What I was about to say is the we know how crazy the Atlantic is. Who knows who's actually going to be in the conference championship? Because last year, remember, the Atlantic was a foregone conclusion. That was U UNC's to lose. That was their. They're, they're going to be top you five. You mean the coastal? The coastal, yes. The coastal was theirs to lose. It was that was their show. Mac Brown had got it rolling. You know, what if you're I mean? gonna We're be talk-
0: smug, at least get it right.
1: You're right, you're right. But at the end of the day, we saw what happened, did we not? And now everybody's announcing that this that division is Pitt and Miami's race to lose. This because be a Sam
0: Howell is left and of course we don't even know who the start QB1 is going to be going into camp which is crazy but I'm,
1: I'm not just talking about UNC there are listen how many times have we said oh there's no way this team makes the, the conference championship Duke has made a conference championship out of there so I mean this ain't it's not it wouldn't be wild to see I'm not saying Duke does it this year not saying that but what I'm saying is they're just winning
0: six games Come
1: on now. Sure. It's, it's not wild to see. It wouldn't be wild to see a Georgia Tech have a surprise year where it's like, wait, they're in the conference championship? I'm just saying. I'm not saying. How can, can you I, sit here and in one minute say Coach Collins is on the way out and in the next minute be like, oh,
0: yeah, Georgia Tech can surprise
1: people? I have been saying all along that Georgia Tech is a team that could possibly have a bigger year than everybody thinks, first off. Second of all, this is not this is not to say that Georgia Tech is definitely doing that. What I'm saying is – the coastal has always been. It's called coastal craziness for a reason. You never know who's going to come up out of there. You never know. Maybe. Well, I
0: think it's Atlantic anarchy this year. You never know who's coming out of the Atlantic. Because as sure as the sky is blue, you thought it was going to be Clemson all along. But now there's very much viable options from all fronts.
1: Absolutely. And Clemson had a ton of injuries last year. And DJ forgot how to throw the ball. Who could have predicted that? Like that's not something that you see every day with uh Breesy going down. They had another defensive tackle go down for the year. They had uh one running back transfer in the middle of the season. They had a lot of things going on. Uh, Skalski got hurt. Um, one of the safeties got hurt as well. Like they getting
0: hurt is every
1: day. Yeah. Different. Yeah. They, it really is. It, I mean, that's kind of part of the deal with him, but that the, that's beside the point. They had a lot of things go wrong last year that, you know, you never know. You're right. Atlantic anarchy is here. So is coastal craziness, and that's why I'm trying to tell everybody, anybody who's got a favorite that they swear by right now, you're crazy for the Atlantic or the coastal. You're sounding crazy, but that's a good thing because I think that it is closer to the SEC and close quote unquote cannibalizing each other than it is. Oh, look at these cupcakes just knocking each other around. Like that's All that's right. what I think this is.
0: One word. All I need is one answer. I don't need an explanation. Who is your Atlantic pick right now?
1: If I'm put on the spot like that, I, I guess I'll go with NC State. I guess God I'll
0: go. Lee, it's painting you to like root for your boys, but it's okay. It's,
1: it's not okay. paining me. It's paining me to t- to pick somebody as a champion that has not done it. That's what's pains me. That's the part that pains me.
0: But yet, you said 10 of 11 returning starters on defense. Like You need to buy in. Sell it. You're not selling it.
1: I'm not sold. It, because the thing is, listen, we know when we talk about uh, bet online here, we tell people to gamble responsibly and all that. And I don't want to lead somebody down a dark path to where they done oh, lost man. the house, and now they they husband, wife, partner, mad at them, talk about how we gonna take care of the kids. You know, it's a formula shortage out here, and they how they gonna buy what they need if they done messed around and bet everything on one thing? Because I'm said say it's some in in may and that, that things have come along and changed that now we all looking crazy I don't want well i point.
0: did have a comment on youtube that said why does kenton always bet crazy or tell us to bet crazy so
1: see you see what i'm saying you see that's that's what i'm trying to say i'm see not if i when i'm talk normal is you getting us to bet crazy when i'm being conservative is why you struggling so much to make a decision. it it's no winning it's no winning here <laughs>
0: Truly no winning, but as this is our time, I wanna make sure that everyone knows where to follow you and keep up with all of your work. So can you please remind the folks?
1: Absolutely, wherever you are hearing this or watching this, you can find me at Locked On Wolfpack. Uh, I'm now on YouTube, we've dropped a ton of episodes there. Go listen to them, go check them out. I promise you, I talk positively about the Wolfpack and all of them. I say the same thing about not wanting to be the hunter without, you know, I mean, without not wanting to be the hunter hunted without first being a proper hunter, but that's another story for another time. So anywhere you're listening to this, Locked on Wolfpack, as well as you can find me on Twitter at TGIF underscore Kenton.
0: No doubt about it. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gives. we hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday. and Make sure you tune in tomorrow as we have more to discuss here. We're going to talk about tears. I like this tier conversation. It gives us a lot of good off-season chitter chatter. Or next time, make sure you hit up the Locked on NFL NBA Draft podcast. You can talk big boards with us. And make sure you listen to all the conference shows, my friends, Pac-12, Big 10, Big 12, and the SEC, because clearly Ken has a lot to say about all of those. Maybe we should get you on uh, some of those other conference shows, a little cross crossover action. But we'll have to uh, save it for the next one. Appreciate everyone's time.